is a wee natter. I'm Mark Steele and across the table from me is... Jenny Steele. And we are joining you on the week that somebody in the Highlands accidentally built a hobbit house. Mm. Well, it says in the headlines it was an accident that started in the 80s. <laughs> so it doesn't sound, doesn't sound so much like an accident at that point. Although, I, I will confess, I have been described as an accident that started in the 80s. So it is entirely possible. An accident building up or waiting to happen. And has already happened, yeah. in my case, nine times out of ten. On a more positive note, the post bag has arrived. And last time we asked you, what will we be cringing about in 20 years from today? Mm. Slapos has been in touch with the undeniable return of the mighty mullet. They fear there will be a lot of cringing in regards to hairstyles, particularly males being sashayed about at the moment. Weirdly, every me the other day, right? Saw a chap running around with a mullet. And I'm not talking about somebody who hasn't changed their heads, uh, you know, their hairstyle in decades. You know, they've, yeah. they've gone, right, that's my hairstyle and it'll be that forever. Yeah. It's not one of those chaps. It was a young person running around with a mullet. It felt wrong. Did he have Oxford bags on as well? What do you mean by Oxford so bags? They were, they were a particular kind of trouser out at the time the mullet was in because my brother used to wear them. He had Oxford bags, which was baggy trousers, basically, and the pockets were so far down to your kneecaps, you used to walk around constantly hunched if you wanted to put your hands in your pockets. They look ridiculous. I don't know if that's worse or <laughs> the thing that came a bit later where everyone was wearing their trousers round their uh, round their knees and they had their, you know, underpants on show. I not... saw a, a young lad like that yesterday. I just felt like saying to him, pull your pants up, mate. <laughs> a little silly. You're on to something here. Also be in touch, age. I really hope we look back in 20 years and say, I can't believe we actually used to pay $5 for a bottle of water. The sad bit is the shock will be the other way. That's what I'm expecting. It won't be, oh my God, we paid a fiver for it. It'll be, wow, did we only pay a fiver for a bottle of water? Yeah. <laughs> Bring them back. That's, what, that's, that's how I think I'll go there. Cheryl's also been in touch saying, just listen to Wee Natter about the benches in Norfolk. So yes, we talked about some benches that were a bit on oh, the piss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, they've been uh, delivered in Norfolk. <clears throat> if they're not level, we say they're on the huh. Is that how you say it, Cheryl? The huh. On the huh. On the huh. On the huh. Can I say that when you've had too many lagers? Mark's huff. It's not got the same ring to it, It doesn't. It? It, doesn't. <laughs> no, no, it, it doesn't. You know, when you've, you've had a few too many cans of tea, it be or whatever. But also, they do say with bated breath too and the life of Riley for the laziest people do absolutely nothing. It is amazing some of the terms of phrase we do have, isn't mm, it? It is. And on that note, unless you're looking a bit peely-wally, I think we ought to have a wee answer. You know they have those international whatever days, like you know when this episode's coming out, the day it's being released, dear listener, mm-hmm. it's International Radio Day. Oh, is that is a day where we all have to run around doing Tony Blackburn impressions? <laughs> yeah. Is he the one that said pot pickers? Was that somebody else? I think he did bang on about pot pickers. Yeah, you know, that's our thing. So do we? If we've got to do Tony Blackburn impressions, I'm going, only going to apologise, dear listener. I'll have to look it up and find out before we release this episode. I'll have to practice because I'm really rubbish impersonations and I don't even know what Tony Blackburn sounds like. I could do a... Who's the, who was the Irish geezer? Who was the Irish Terry geezer? Wogan. I couldn't do him either, actually, so I don't even know what I said his name. <laughs> you just said you could do Terry Wogan. I, I went, can't oh, do no, Terry I can't. Wogan. <laughs> well, I definitely cannot do Terry Wogan. I can just about do Billy Conley. You're just going to sound like you're taking a really big dump. Which <laughs> 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 is rubbish because I say nothing like him. But anyway, uh, more important is... One of those days happened this past week, dear listener, right? It was National Pizza Day. Oh, yes, it was. How do you think I found out? 
you looked on sort of the solid radio cats facebook post because she did post that we got some fantastic combinations of what people like on the pizzas i didn't know the council sent a message to everyone reminding them you can't recycle pizza boxes that's how i found Mm. (laughs) the real question have you got any controversial views on pizza toppings I like pineapple on mine, but a lot of people like go, no, pineapple sweet and pizzas are savoury. We shouldn't mix the two, but I do like a, a pineapple. Anchovies, pfft, no, forget that. So you're talking about sweet on a pizza. Yeah. They were selling, I, I can't believe I actually bought one and tried it, dear listener, but they, they were selling pizzas with chocolate topping on them at one point. Oh. So how, where does that How do you fit? cook them then? Or are they, are they Oh, they go cold? in the oven. Oh, they go they? in the oven. But they've got melted chocolate on top. Sounds nice. Although you, from Scotland, have a fried pizza, don't you, with a fried egg in the middle, which I know age is desperate to try. Yeah, so I, I, I do indeed two ha- have two controversial option, mm. uh, opinions about pizza. One of them is fried pizza is alarmingly good. If you've never tried it before, mm. I won't advise you to do it at home, but ship shops tend to do it, is take your 99p margarita pizza and deep fry it. I'm not talking in batter. That's pizza crisp. I don't do that. But just deep fried a pizza. You'll be amazed at how good it is. Yeah, it doesn't taste greasy, does it? It's amazing. Not just because of how fuzzy it makes your arteries, but it is amazing. <laughs> and my other controversial opinion is something I picked off of, off of my old man. Gorgonzola and fried egg in the middle of your pizza. It yeah. is brilliant. That said, I'm currently in training for National Donut Week, which is coming up in May. Mm. Because, you know, the local bakery, they have this thing where if there's 20p, you have as many donuts as you can eat without licking your lips. So me and my friends a number of years ago discovered the technique is to stuff as much down your throat without chewing as possible. You know? <laughs> yeah. You usually neck it down like you're a goose or something like that. You just get it down there. <laughs> so if I don't make it into next week's show, dear listener, you know I, how I have suffocated during training. Let's talk about dog breeds, Mark. I don't have a dog. Well, we don't have a dog, do we? So what what particularly about dog breeds? Because dog breeds are this... If you were to go back in time, it's this weird Victorian thing. Now, there was, there was generally sort of overall concept of breeds, but the, the huge number of them we've got and all the strict rules about them come from, if I remember correctly, the Victorian era. But what is it about dog breeds you want to touch on? Well, that's just kind of puts them in my mind now because there's so many different breeds now, isn't there? The mm. little ones that look like little teddy bears and this ones that look more or less the same but they cause something different so how do you know what breed of dog something is and the reason i say this is because i quite made myself laugh the other day because I was out having a walk around the local country park mm-hmm. and this guy was out with his two dogs and i said to you didn't i, I said there's the uh, the blue monday dogs and you was like what and i said like, those dogs on the the blue monday dogs no order that was it no order and i was i was like singing the song getting a few funny looks at the time, and you was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And well, eventually be, you clicked. To be fair, your entire pitch for telling me what the song was was going, dun, 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 tsh, I we need the music on. We need the music on. <laughs> we, we can't afford the music. Oh. So you, I, I have to do a very you know solid impression of your good self-singing semi. So yes, there is a dog that's in it. How would you describe this dog? Hmm. Uh, how would you describe This is the thing. They were kind of silver-coloured, and they looked a little bit... Labradorish, but they weren't Labradorish. I can't explain it, but you'd have to watch the video. I'm going to ask people to. Was it New Order Blue mm-hmm. Monday? Have a watch the video. Apparently, it was the cameraman's dog that was in it. But that's the only thing I could think of when I said, "Oh, on their lovely looking dog." 
And I think um, the, 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 the Blue Monday dogs, the Blue Monday dogs. But I couldn't even think what the breed was. So are you suggesting we rename this breed the Blue Monday dogs? Yeah, the Blue Monday and then, dogs. So we're going to rename dogs based on how we remember. So sausage dogs are going to remain as it is because it's a nice, simple, easy one to remember. It looks like a sausage. Yeah. But whippets are just going to become racing dogs, aren't they? Whippets. Yeah. That's just reminded me of a Mr. Whippy. Now, I just thought of an ice cream there when you said whippet. You can't call them ice cream Mr. Whippy. Dogs. Mr. Whippy dogs. This is going to sound a bit weird, especially for you, Dale. So I'm going to ask Jenny anyway. How would you describe the sort of place that we live in if you were to get you put it into a general category? Sophisticated and posh, just like me. That's a funny way of saying semi-rural ex-mining area, but yeah. we'll, we'll, take, we'll take it. You'll know what you're trying <laughs> to say. And, you know, we quite enjoy the slower pace of life. That's yeah. what we aim for here, mm. listener. But it is quite funny seeing people move out from the big cities to yeah. places like this and complain that the chip shop closes at 8 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's got me wondering, you know, off the back of that, what seems like a good idea in theory, but is not in practice? putting a collar on Sooty because it, she always comes back five minutes later with it it's gone it's she's lost it so are you trying to pitch Sooty as the Houdini of cats in yeah. the hope of making money off of her little <laughs> uh, magic show <laughs> you might be onto something there uh, a couple of ideas came to mind lasagna and pubs you would have thought it's not a difficult food to mess up you know go to Iceland keep it in the freezer ding it as needed that's all they need to do in the pub yeah. uh, but I you know no some good. places it's not that bad but you, you get the idea <laughs> I have seen worse though, service station macaroni. I yeah. had that once. With onion chunks. Who puts onion chunks in macaroni cheese? That it, service station. Mentioning no names. Well, the worst bit is it's one of those service stations that people tend to go out of the way to... Yeah, it's very posh, isn't it? Out of the way to visit. It, mm. it, it sounds bonkers saying that about service station because nine times a ten, you don't want to go in the service station, but this is one where you plan your trip. Yeah, you'll right. want this one, definitely. But they put onion chunks in macaroni. I, we need to have words. And the other one that pops to mind, Scalectrics. Oh. Because it's a lot of faff to put Scalectrics together, isn't it? Yeah. And what happens when you pull the trigger? The car just skids off the track. And you have a new hole in your plasterboard, yeah. don't you? Exactly. So I'm going to open this up to you, dear listener. What seemed like a good idea in theory, but you know, in practice, it is just not working out. Couple ways to get in touch at Solid City or at Solid Radio UK on the socials. Or if you're on Spotify, the question has popped up. You could tap on it and stick your answer in there. And we will share your disappointment, because sharing is caring, in the next episode. A little bit of a spoiler alert. Sooty, or she let it out on a Facebook page. So people know that I'm going to have a little bit of chat about this one. Uh Uh-oh. But I want to talk about... We're back in coffee shops again, Mark. I want to know if... This is something that you would complain about. I was out the other day, had Mm -hmm. my normal decaf skinny latte and gets to the table and it's kind of half full. So, you know, when they they do the with the milk and then you get that foam on top. My foam was three quarters of the coffee. You said to me, if that was a pint, you'd complain, wouldn't you? Because you get like too much head on it. So you're sitting there thinking, do I complain to a particular coffee shop? If your coffee came to you and a majority of it was just like, it was just a head on it, wasn't it? There's was no coffee ugly in my glass. But then you're talking about, like, the sort of coffee that she goes for the other start is a little bit of coffee in the bottom and a lot of frothy milk on top, isn't it? Yeah. So it's mainly frothy milk. So I guess in a technicality, 90% of it's head, if we want to call it that. 
So they aren't in the wrong, they just got the mixture a bit weird. Would you complain? That's what I'd like to know. But there's something else just while I'm on just while I'm on coffee shops. Mm-hmm. You know when you pay for your coffee yeah. and you go, I'll have a medium skinny latte and they go, whatever, three twenty five. And then when they're making it, they go, one shot or two. So I'm standing there thinking, is two shots included in my price? But I don't want to ask that because I feel a bit tight then. So I think, is two shots included or is it one? And then I have to then rethink my day, replant my day because I think, if I have two shots, does that give me two beans? And then I think, two shots would put me in turbo mode. So I have to think, if I was a hairdresser, I'd become Edward Scissorhands, wouldn't I? Two shot. I built the wall. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. So, so you worry that two coffees is going to put you over the limit for the day and you're going to go completely bonkers. Mm. And you're worried about whether you get your loyalty points as well. But I get two beans for two shots. I think you might be a little <laughs> too hard and need to give up on the coffee entirely at this point. <laughs> Did you hear how McDonald's got into a little bit of hot water with their advertising this week? No, Elsa? I didn't. They had an ad up for McCrispy. Yeah. Which is a chicken thing. So it said McCrispy in big writing next to a sign for a crematorium. No. Really? Yeah. I can't laugh because that makes me heartless, doesn't it? But it is it is a little bit funny, is it not? Yeah. I, I'll admit I come down on it. It's, it's <laughs> a bit funny sign. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it was a genuine thing. It really did happen. But I'm more outraged at the fact they got rid of the chicken legend and the breakfast wrap. <laughs> You know, I'm just outraged at that. But as for the advert, it was a mistake. But uh, like you say, I, I find this on the funny side of it. But it got me wondering if we need to be more tasteless with some of these advertising, you know. Get the king there instead to mention their 100% flame-grilled burgers. You know, keep that next <laughs> to Kevin Or maybe a weight loss plan. You know, it's a fairly brutal diet. Get rid, you know, get rid of everything there. <laughs> but then there's ones you think would be, you know, completely tasteless, but actually a bit useful. You know, a barbecue being sold in that ad slot instead next to the crematorium sign <laughs> I mean you've got a crater for the week somehow haven't you <laughs> another question that I put out on uh, well so, sorry sorry, Sotty put out on her Facebook page mm-hmm. I think that was today's post do you remember the pop man pop not pot pop man well I, I remember the pop man because he's down the street corner most days but no if you're talking about the pop man you're talking about selling off the back of an ice, uh, not an ice cream float. Um, it looked like an ice cream float, didn't it? Yeah, it was the milk floats. That's what milk I'm thinking float. Of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I just thought it was me, but I can remember. I think the brand was Corona. It's yeah. Would you say Corona nowadays? Well, you you probably think about rebranding at this yeah, point. I yeah, I think you yeah. would, wouldn't you? And I can remember my dad's favourite was ice cream soda. Yeah, and I'd go out and you'd feel right posh because you'd be there with your bottle of dandelion and bird or under one arm, ice cream soda under the other. But the, the, the magic part was that when you took your bottles back, well, I mean, we only got 2p. I feel all done by now because somebody on Sutty's post said they used to get 10p. But didn't you say you used to get 20p for your I, bottles of iron brew? I did. This is in very recent times, but it used to be 20p for a glass bottle of iron brew. So you had to go out your way to get a glass bottle rather than the plastic one in the first place, but you did get 20p back. Yes. Mm, 2p in my day. 2p. Now, I don't want to sound like I'm posh, especially as I'm not, but have you heard of those goo desserts? The ones you yeah. get? Yeah. Have you seen how much they are? Really expensive. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a nice they posh nice, treat. Though. Yeah, they're a posh treat. Has anyone ever figured out what you do with the glass pots they come in? Could you use them as little like ramekins? And you could put a 
poached egg in there. Could you use them for poached eggs or not? Dips? I, I have no idea. They just sit there. <laughs> they, the order case you have them, they just sit there collecting dust forever because you don't want to throw them away, do you? And you can't take them back for the 20p like you did with the iron brew bottle. <laughs> That's a shame, isn't it? But, and the other bit is you can't stack them either. No, you can't. They just start toppling over. Talking which, Heinz. Heinz, have a word with yourself. Why? Well, what have they done? You can't stack the tins of beans. I know they've done it on purpose as well. Okay. This makes me sound like a conspiracy nut now I'm saying this. They've done it on purpose. It's all to do with how they get shown off on shelves and things like that. Ah. But yeah, Heinz, have a word with yourself. We want stackable uh, tins. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's not the worst secret stash in the house. Everyone's mm-hmm. got, you know, all sorts of stashes in the house. The, the worst one that everyone has, those plastic bags from when we used to get them in the shops that live under the sink. Yeah. We filled a roll cage up with ours and we took them back to Tesco one day. Can you remember? Yeah, because they, they do the soft plastic recycling they nowadays. Do. Mm. How long do we have to keep the quick save ones until they become collector's items? Oh, yeah. It might be worth saving one of them. Which is going to happen first. Is it, is it going to decompose, which yeah. plastic doesn't really do? Or is it going to be worth a few bob? I'm not sure which. Take it on Antiques Roadshow. What a quick save plastic <laughs> I can imagine bag. whipping that out. That was unfortunately a wee nasser. I can only apologise, dear listener. I was Mark Steele. My cross table from me was Jenny Steele. Just one quick thing to add. Mm-hmm. Uh, another bit of another chat with age and those socks. Age those thick socks that you like the look of. They are mine on that photo. I thought they are mine. Very good for sticking on with your walking boots and having a walk around the local country park. Really warm and fluffy. And you know what? There was about two pound a pair from Primarney. Do they have Primark in Australia? You're asking the wrong person that question. And talking of which, wherever you are, whoever you happen to see, tell them that a wee answer is a thing that exists. Search for it on their podcatcher of choice. And remember to subscribe. If you've not hit the subscribe button, go do it now. And go make sure everyone else in your life does it as well. Mm. On that note, I think we'll catch you next time. Yeah, bye.